Hi, this is Gerald Salenti. It's Friday, April 17th, 2020. And here are some of today's trends in the news on the market front. It's an up, up day from Asia to USA. Gold down, oil mixed. What's going on? Stock surged on Friday after a report said Gillard Sciences drug showed some effectiveness in treating the coronavirus, giving investors some hope there could be a treatment solution that helps the country reopen faster from the widespread shutdowns that have plunged the economy into recession. No, 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 into depression. These are depression level falls you're seeing. And this is, in just, this is just the beginning of the greatest depression. The Dow is up over 700 points. And it's their first, it was the Dow's first close above 24,000 since March 10th. S&P closed up 2.7%, NASDAQ up 1.4%. You ready for this? Boeing shares jumped 14.7% after the airline makers said it would resume production in Seattle. Uh, area on April 20th, and the company said it would resume operations in the Philadelphia area. What are they going to resume doing? Making more airplanes when people aren't flying? When the deserts are filled with airplanes that they're not putting up in the sky, but putting out in the desert? So anyway, that's the way I see it. Quote, an effective treatment is a huge deal would create a path to open the economy and resume normal social activities way sooner than the vaccine, said Tom Lee of Fundstrat Global Advisors. A treatment is safer and more scalable because it is only given to people who need to be treated. You know what that is. That's what it is, because they go on to say, this is CNBC, more than 2 million cases have been confirmed worldwide. All right? 2 million cases, but they don't say how many people died. 153,000 as we go on the air. Out of 7.7 billion people equals 0.0019 percent or almost two thousandths of one percent. And this is scary news that they're shoving down our throat every day and most of the people are swallowing it. And in the United States, we have 36,000, let's make it 37,000 people have died of a population of 330 million or point zero. 1-1%, and when you round it off, we're looking at one-hundredths of 1%. One and they got everybody freaked out, and the freaks are leading the charge, the same sick people that send you to war are the same ones doing it now with their war on COVID-19. So, what else do we have? Gold fell as much as 2% on Friday after President Donald Trump new guidelines to reopen the U.S. economy. And by the way, they're starting to open beaches over there in Florida. And the guy down in Texas says he's easing things too. Spot gold was down 1.7%, but it closed at still $1,689 an ounce. That's $60 lower than the 7.5 peak earlier this week. 
You know my trend forecasts on gold. They've been spot on. I will put them up against anybody's in the world. And you could go back to ba -ba -ba -ba, June 6, 2019, when I said the beginning of the gold bull run. And I'm telling you what the breakout points are for gold right now, where it's going, where's the bottom, and how high it could go. So. The world is awash with cheap money. Central banks are dumping in, dumping in, dumping in unprecedented trillions of whatever currency they have, be it yuan, dollars, yen, euros, make up whatever you want, digital trash. Oil prices, ready for this? This shows you the pure Bullshit. of the media. Oil prices fell on Friday as news of President Donald Trump's plan to ease the U.S. coronavirus lockdown to get American economy moving again. Hey, wait a minute. Why would that bring down the prices of oil? You just said the markets went up because of that. Oh, because it was quickly overshadowed by China's worth quarterly economic contraction on record. Well, wait a minute. Then why didn't the markets go down? And why didn't gold go up? I'll tell you why the markets didn't go down. Because they're totally rigged. Look, go to the Trends Journal. Read the article by Greg Manarino. And all the other information we have in there. These are totally rigged markets. I'm not making it up. The facts are all there. You can read the language coming out from the central banks. They're doing everything they can to prop up the financial markets. The financial markets are nothing more than gambling houses, hedge funds, private equity groups. That's all this is. It's a gambling market, but they're propping it up with digital trash. So bankruptcies, phew, we haven't seen the beginning yet. We're going to see a depressed environmental climate unparalleled in history. And that's why you're seeing West Texas is now selling around $18 and change a barrel. You're looking at Brent crude after all this talk and doing what they want to do, $28 a barrel. Now, look at all those oil-rich areas, Canada, down to, to wherever you want, Venezuela, uh, go to Nigeria, take a trip to Saudi Arabia, Texas, Oklahoma. All these oil-rich spots, the economies are going to sink down, down. The shale-rich areas going to be poor. All those economies going down with it. But you know what's going to happen in the Middle East. When all else fails, they take you to war. So you may see a big spike over there in oil prices. China cuts crucial rate. This was yesterday. Central bank cut its one-year medium-term lending facility, blah, 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 the lowest since it was introduced in 2014. More cheap dough. Uh, China, they said how bad the uh, contraction was. It was down 6.8% for the first three months of 2020. It grew 6%, and it was saying that was slow back the last quarter in 2019, and for most of that year, actually. 
ECB is propping up economies for now. Soaring borrowing costs of heavily indebted Eurozone countries such as Italy are raising fresh questions about the European Central Bank's ability to absorb the deep economic pain wrought by the new coronavirus epidemic. It's not wrought by the coronavirus epidemic. It's wrought by the imbecile, moronic, self-centered, arrogant, power-hungry leaders from prime ministers to presidents to chancellors to mayors down to the village clerk, the morons on a power trip. That's what's bringing it down. Anyway, it goes on to say how much money they're pumping in. In the ECB, they pumped in $85 billion over just the past nine days. That compares to the Federal Reserve's $1.6 trillion of government bonds and mortgage-backed securities during the past four weeks. Buying corporate bonds, junk bonds, and pumping it into the equity markets, the whole thing is a sham. IMF warns of global rise in public debt. Yeah, no kidding. How about private debt as well? Again, more in your Trends Journal. And again, subscribe to the Trends Journal. Of course, you do already, those of you who do. And, and tell your friends. Tell people that are concerned about the truth and where the future is heading. What's next and what it means. It's the only magazine like it in the world. And if you go to YouTube, make sure that you become a subscriber there. The more people we get, the more we can do. And we're putting out everything we possibly can, and there's nothing that matches it. It's a faxer there. The last magazine that went out, it's a weekly, 70 pages. No advertisements. Capisce? South African central banks cuts rates again. Big deal. They were already in a recession before this happened, and they're locking down the country. And that's what they're doing. All of these countries that were having protests on and on and on, now they're locked down. No more protests allowed. If you do, we'll kill you. Argentina seeks three-year grace period of debt payments. Again, a country in three years of recession. And you remember that guy, Macri. Oh, yeah, how Wall Street loved him. He's an investment guy. Blah, blah, blah. He was going to fix it. He fixed it all right. He put the Argentinian people $57 billion into debt with the International Mafia uh, Monetary Fund. There's no way out. European nations extend short-selling bans despite pressure from hedge funds. People want to bail out of the markets. They want to they shorten the markets. They're losing money. They're not allowed to do it anymore. They're rigging the markets. They're rigging the markets. Quote, these decisions are bad for investors, bad for markets, and bad for the economy as a whole, said Brian Corbett, chief executive of managed fund associations. He goes on, they want to say, France's markets regulator, the AMF, said it had taken the decision to lengthen the ban because of, quote, the spread of the coronavirus epidemic and the persistence of its consequences on the economy and the financial markets in France. Mind your own business. Let the financial markets, the gambling casinos, 
go the way they want. You don't change the rules. Yes, you do. We're the casino. We're running the show. We're the banksters. We're the banksters. Wall Street Bank shares dive as provisions for loan losses soar. And they keep going on and on about how the stocks are down. BlackRock profits dive as clients turn to cash down 23%. These are the big gambling houses they're going down. If they're going down this big, could you imagine what's happening to the average person? The suffering that people are going through. The heartbreak, the heartache, the reality. You see these lines of people going to food banks, miles long cars. It's only going to get worse. Retailers fear any rebound is too far off. The details are in your Trends Journal. Penny sets clock on bankruptcy. Neiman Marcus misses bond payment. And what are they? This is another one. These are these private equity groups. Here's what's going to happen. The small businesses are going to go out of business. Only 47% only of America's businesses are run by entrepreneurs, you know, businesses with five, under 500 employees. They're not going to be able to withstand this. So now the bigs get bigger. The bigs get bigger. This was Aries Management Corp. and the Canada Pension Plan Investment Board bought Neiman Marcus in 2013, you ready? For $6 billion, including debt. Six, oh, the pension people? You got it. Besides aid, airlines need passengers. They're giving um, the Treasury a stake in the future, including a 12% in American Airlines Group. Isn't that something? We the people buying 12% of these airlines, these lousy, stinking companies, private companies, all the stock buybacks that they bought, they didn't invest in that. No, they didn't give their people more money. Stock buybacks, so the value of the stocks go up and the executives get paid more money and now they're stealing our money to give it to them. America, America, with a K in it and an F U to the people with a CK. Aid finances run dry for small businesses as programs fall short. You got it. Screwing the little people as they juice the big ones. America, who's your favorite leader? Oh, huh? Who do you love the most? Oh, this one didn't screw me as bad as the other one. Grow up. America, France. UK, it's an F-U-K all over the world. It's only for the bigs. Small businesses opt to close despite aid. They can't go on. Shut down pounds, stores, factories. Broad shutdown pushes Americans to economic edge. This is the coming out of the toilet paper record. No kidding. No kidding. We've only been saying this since this madness, this media hype began back in February, late January. And now they're making a big deal out of it. Shutdown pushes porous to brink. Boy, blow me away. Never would have, never would have figured that out. 
The debt of the poorest Americans more than doubled during the housing bubble of 2000s. Fed data shows after the bubble burst, borrowers spent several years paying down those loans, which reduced their ability to save. Everybody's income declined except the 1%, the 10%, everybody else. Median household income is below 1999 levels in America. New York City faces losing nearly a half a million jobs. Real estate, real estate, huh? Watch it decline at levels we've never seen before. New York delays raises for 80,000 public workers. Here's the deal, I don't wanna pay a penny to a public worker that's not working. They should be lowering school taxes, property taxes, all our taxes should be going down because the politicians get their money no matter what. They steal it in the name of taxes. These little slimers never worked a day in their lives, most of them. They've been sucking off the public tit. That's all they are, public tit suckers. Name them, look at them, the faces are all the same. You like Joe Biden? Yeah, there's another clown. Never worked, never worked. I was a congressman, I was senator, yeah. College is running low on money. Worries students will vanish. You got it. But on the other side, one of my top trends in my book, Trends 2000, many years ago, 1996 came out, Interactive University, this is the future. You're gonna see college towns, real estate in college towns, down, 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 down. And the poor businesses there too. And what else do we have? Ah, remember how I said the slimy little low-life prostitutes were the ones that were hyping this? You go back to our Trends Journal, look at the cover, how they were hyping it in January when coronavirus was the headline, 106 dead in China. And we put 1.4 billion still alive. We went on to show how the media was hyping this with headlines. Here's the proof. Ratings soar, ad vanishes at CNN. CNN means the Cartoon News Network. Pandemic coverage boosts viewership, but recession seen wiping out revenue forecasts. On a recent conference call, CNN chief Jeff Zucker, how about put an F in front of it? Because that's what he did to us. Urged editors and producers at the network not to shift focus from coronavirus news updates despite weeks of wall-to-wall coverage of the pandemic. Quote, you need to stay on the news. People are coming to CNN for the news right now. All right. Stay on the hype. Sucker. You know the word I want to say because that's all it is. I gave you the numbers. The numbers add up to nothing. How about the 1.5 million people uh, that died of tuberculosis last year? around the world. I don't talk about that. How about the 480,000 dying of cigarette smoking in America? No, that's not important. 
How about those 650,000 died of the flu? No, don't talk about that. We're going to hype something of which, what did I say? 0.001 something? Two thousandths of one percent or something? Nothing? And that's what they've done. Nursing homes have dozens of deaths. Obesity may be linked to severe illness. No kidding. The coronavirus is particularly unkind to those who are obese. I'm mentioning this. We wrote about in the Trends Journal. All the data is there. As I say, quarantine the elderly that are ill, the chronically ill, the obese. And that's why America's rate is so high compared to the other rest of the world, because 42% of Americans are obese. These are the ones that are dying by the facts, along with the chronically ill and the elderly. Ah, Cuomo extends stay-at-home order to May 15th. Cuomo. The little boy, the arrogant daddy's boy. Executive order this, now we got to wear masks when we go out, when we can't be close to anybody else. You got to wear a mask. Executive order, he says. They're making this crap up. Again, you saw it in the Trends Journal on, it was back in March 3rd, New law expands Cuomo's power during coronavirus outbreak. That was the day before the Tuesday he did it. Governor Andrew Cuomo signed a law Tuesday that expands his emergency management powers. This is, he saw this coming and took advantage of it. He signs it, he made himself God. And the stupid people believe this moronic, low-life, piece of garbage crap. Telling him, telling us what to do. Freedom and liberty, shove it. I'm the governor, I'll tell you what to do. And there are governor jerks all over the place. We got uh, the guy over there in Maryland, Governor Larry Handjob of Hogan. Another, another, another little blimpy boy. His daddy was a congressman. Don't you get it? It's one big club like George Collins said, and we're not in it. Said Thursday, would be the worst, this will be the worst possible time to lift the coronavirus restrictions. And you read the language and it's all about what he thinks and the flunkies around him. Protesters gathered in several states going to the capitals to protest this. You're gonna see more of it. Protesters disrupt Kentucky governor's coronavirus briefing. One after another. Bolivia extends COVID-19 quarantine. We wrote about what was going on in Bolivia before this happened, when they got rid of Morales. And they put this dictator woman in there. Now she's in charge. This is how they've clocked down the whole place. 28 deaths. 28 deaths in Bolivia out of a population of 11 million. Brazil's president and health chief clash over measures. I want to show you, this is the trend tracking lesson on how they use propaganda to make you hate people and like people. This is from the Financial Times. The ostrich alliance, meaning that they put their heads in the sand, the leaders denying the coronavirus threat. While most of the world has taken drastic action to fight the spread of coronavirus, Four leaders stand apart for their continued denials of the threat the pandemic poses. 
Brazilian President Bolsonaro, Belarus strongman Lukashenko. Strongman, you got it? Hey, how about strongman Cuomo? No, don't call him a strongman. We have Turkmenistan's autocratic ruler. How long is an autocratic ruler? Does that have 12 inches? Because Cuomo probably doesn't have a couple of inches. Because it's these guys with these, uh, you know, little thises and that's that got bad egos and uh, they want to show it off. And then we have um, the Nigerian, excuse me, Nicaraguan dictator, Daniel Ortega, have all refused to take coronavirus seriously. That's the language, dictator, autocrat, strongman. They don't call these governors and presidents and prime ministers and chancellors robbing us of our freedom. They're not strong men. Now, that's propaganda, and that's why the people buy it. They keep slipping in this language. They left out the prime minister of Sweden. Yeah. Sweden's not taking, quote, it's open. People are taking measures, but they didn't lock the place down. How come you left that out? I'll tell you why we left it out, Salenti. We're low-life scum. We're prostitutes. We get paid to put out by the Zuckers, the Jeffy Zuckers, the little boy low-lives. The governments, we get paid off by our corporate pimps and our government whoremasters. Far-right U.S. politicians label lockdowns anti-constitutional. Far-right. I label it anti-constitutional. I'm not right. I'm not left. I'm a teller of the truth by the facts. I don't belong to any political bullshit parties. But that's the way they do it. So it's up to you to see the future, to stand up and fight for freedom. And again, the more subscribers we have, whether it's to the Trends Journal, to our to the, our channels, the LinkedIn, the Facebooks, the YouTubes, the more we can do. It does not take a majority to prevail, but rather an irate, tireless minority keen on setting brush fires of freedom in the minds of men and women. Samuel Adams. I am a warrior for the Prince of Peace. I will not die because of the strong men and strong women and the dictators that are running and ruining our lives. And if you don't want to, then you know what to do. This is Gerald Salenti, and that's some of today's trends in the news.